Hey, how blessed are we? How fortunate are we to be a part of a community with kids like that? That is beautiful. To everyone, to our Vine kids, to our middle school students who participated, I just want to say thank you. You did a remarkable job of leading us this morning, and thank you for being willing to step up to the plate in that way. Uh, thank you for reminding us about such a central story. Today at Christmas, we celebrate Jesus' birth. Now, I don't know in your household what Christmas looks like. It probably involves a lot of food, good food, right? Probably involves some family and some extra time spent around a table or watching movies, staying up late at night, maybe even playing in the snow, but that's not real frequent here in the Tri-Cities, is it? I wish it, I wish it were more so. I, need, I see some heads nodding. No snow, please. I don't know what Christmas looks like in your household. We love Christmas, but today we're reminded... Today, we're invited back into this story of the greatest gift ever given. Now, I know central to most of our experiences on Christmas is the idea of gift giving, and it's a beautiful thing, and it's so much fun, and your kids' eyes light up, and they run out of their rooms in the morning ready to open gifts. Gift giving is central to Christmas, and this morning, we're reminded that the greatest gift ever given was Jesus, the birth of a Savior, our Messiah, come to earth. And so today we celebrate Christmas as a church, as a people saying, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for this beautiful birth. Jesus' beginnings were a humble one, as our children shared with us this morning. Uh, born in a manger uh, in a simple remote part of Israel, the Messiah is born. I think back upon his great sacrifice from the throne room of heaven to birth as an infant, giving up all of his ability and power to be born a helpless infant, a child. It is evidence of God's immense love for humanity that Jesus would, would choose to lower himself to become a servant, to live as a child, to grow up, and to bring hope to the world. Now, as a church, we've been studying the Gospel of John, the story of Jesus found in the Gospel of John. John was an eyewitness to, the, uh, to, the, to Jesus and one of his apostles. And John tells this story of Jesus, and in the very beginning of his Gospel, John chapter 1, verse 1, he, he says this, "...in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Did you hear how he concluded that little section? Uh, Jesus is the light, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. So I'm going to invite um, Andy Pelsier, our youth and family pastor up here, along with her family, as today we finish out our Advent season lighting the Christ candle. So the last four weeks we've been celebrating Advent. Advent is a time of anticipation, of preparation. We focused on the topics of hope, of joy, love, and peace, because those were the things that were missing without Jesus. This morning, we light the Christ candle as an acknowledgement that our hope, our joy, our love, and our peace has come with the birth of our Messiah. Oh, thank you so much. 
Andy and the Pellissier family. Such a beautiful thing to see the candles all lit. In John chapter 8, verse 12, Jesus says this. When Jesus spoke against, again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world, as our, our kids and middle schoolers said just a moment ago. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And, and light is this precious gift. Light illuminates the way. It makes vision possible. It shows you where to go. I was just having a conversation a couple weeks ago with, with a friend, and she was saying, man, winter is tough in this part of the world because there's so much darkness. I go to work, and it's dark, and I come home, and it's dark again. Um, and, and so we, we feel darkness, and we realize that light it's such a, a beautiful gift. Micah and I experienced a lot of light and warmth this last week. We were celebrating our 15-year anniversary in Maui, and that was the first time that I had gotten to go to um, the Hawaiian Islands, and it was just incredible. And we had this one experience. We were One day we were... During the road to Hana, if you've done, if you've done Maui, so it's, you, you basically drive around the entire island in a day. It's a really long trip, but super fun. And we had this guidebook with us, and one of the cool things it mentioned was that there's this cool, like, little known lava tube cave thing. So when the lava's flowing, I guess it has little tunnels. So some of the rock lava cools off and hardens, and it forms these tunnels, and so then the flowing lava goes through it. And once, once it's done, you're left with this underground network of tunnels and caves, and, and they're called lava tubes. And so we, we looked at the mileage, we found where it was, and we, we finally found the little entrance to this cave. And we noticed there was a family there just standing there looking at it, because it was kind of small, you kind of had to like bend down, and it looked kind of dark. And, you know, a little bit creepy, like you don't know if there's spiders and they're not, sort of, sort of entrance. And they're like, I don't know if we want to go. And we're like, we're doing this. We are here. This is our adventure. Micah had brought flashlights, so he handed me one, and he got a flashlight, and we're like, we're going in. And so Micah goes in first, and I follow him, and I'm really excited. You know, adrenaline's kind of going, the unnew. This is about as adventurous as I get, okay? Like, I don't, I don't do anything else, you know. So I'm excited, and Micah just kind of, in my opinion, he took off. Like, I could see his light, and he was going, and I'm following him. I was like, I can't. I can't keep up. I can't see. And oh, normally... I was clearing out the spiders ahead of you. <laughs> but normally I, I can keep up. Like, I like this kind of stuff, you know? I'm like, I just can't see. It's dark. I'm uncomfortable. And then I'm like, Micah's light just looks so much brighter than mine. Did he take the good flashlight and give me the one with the bad batteries? And so finally I'm like, hey, Micah, come back. Um, I need more light. I'm like, can you switch lights with me? I, I don't like my light. And uh, so he comes all the way back to me, and he kind of looks at me. He just pauses a little bit, and this look of disbelief on his face. And I'm like, what? I need your light. And he's like, um, babe, take off your sunglasses. <laughs> like, oh, so I take my sunglasses. You know, my light was working just fine. It wasn't a problem with the flashlight. Um, 
But sometimes when you wear sunglasses in a cave, you can't see your, your flashlight. And I thought this was a really good illustration because today we're, we're thinking about Jesus as the light of the world. We're thinking about this gift that God has given. Emmanuel means God is with us. God has come and he is the light. But sometimes we put on sunglasses when we walk into lava tubes. Sometimes things get in the way of us seeing this light. And sometimes it's our busyness and sometimes it's hurt that, you know, has happened to us. Um, sometimes it's sin that is entangling us. And sometimes it's just our perspective on life, things that we're, we're focusing on. And yet we get to choose to take off our sunglasses. And today, that, that's kind of what today is about. We get to choose to pause and to look at the light. We get to choose to look at Jesus and then walk in the light that he is providing. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And there's two promises in this passage in John 8, 12. Uh, first of all, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, that our, that our path will be lit. And secondly, um, that we will have the light of life. And I found myself this week really uh, ruminating on this idea. What is this light of life that Jesus describes? He says, I am the light, and you can have this light that gives life. And I find myself asking the questions of, you know, what what is this light of life, and what does it look like to know a life that's illuminated by Jesus, whom, who goes ahead of us? And so today, as we celebrate Jesus coming into the world, his birth, as we listen to this idea that Jesus is the light. The invitation for us is to begin considering what does it look like to follow in the ways of Jesus, to walk in the ways of Jesus, to allow his life and his teaching and his ways to guide the way I live in this life that I can know this light of life that Jesus speaks of. 1 Peter 2.9 says this, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. God has called us out of darkness, the darkness in, 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 around us in our life, the darkness in our world. He's called us out of that and into his wonderful light. This verse says that we are chosen, that we are loved, that we are God's special possession. And it also calls those who follow him of the royal priesthood. And priesthood, that's not a term we use often, but the priest in, in Israel were the people that acted like the mediators um, of, of God's love and God's grace and God's words. Um, it was their role to, to help the people come to God. And we get to be those people. We get to declare the praises of God as we walk in the light, as we, as we choose the light for ourselves. We also get to be the, the royal priesthood that, that light just shines through us. And we get to demonstrate and speak the words of Jesus around us. And we, because we're connected to Jesus, get to be a part of that light bringing hope and peace and love and joy into our world. 
So Jesus, uh, long after his birth, some 33 years after his birth that we celebrate today, he said amongst his closest followers, and he knew that he would soon be crucified, and, uh, and he took bread and he broke it. And he said, this bread will represent my body. Remember me in this way. When, when you break bread together, remember my sacrifice. And he said, um, he, he took the, the wine or the grape juice at the table, and, uh, and, he, and he showed it to his followers, and he said, drink of this. And as you drink of this, remember my blood that will be shed for you. And this week, as we considered um, how we would celebrate Jesus today, we chose that we would uh, feature communion at the end, that it would be a time that we celebrate together, again, the story of Jesus. And the irony uh, does not pass me by, the fact that today we celebrate Jesus' birth, but we're going to conclude in celebrating also his sacrifice and the end of his life. But here's the link for me that I think is really beautiful and significant, and the reason today we'll celebrate communion and remember Jesus' sacrifice is because it didn't end in death, it ended in a new life. It ended in resurrection, and it's the same invitation and hope that you and I share today. So today, as we remember Jesus' birth, we remember also new life. Uh, new birth, and our hope both in this life and in the next. As Andy mentioned earlier, um, Advent is a season of anticipation of the coming of Jesus, and it refers both to his birth and his second coming, that Jesus is coming again. So in just a moment, we're going to invite um, people to join us as we take communion. Uh, if you're newer to us, each week we provide communion, and during the worship time, people can step out and pray together and take communion. Uh, but about once a month, we like to, to do it together in a different manner. And today is one of those days. And what's interesting is usually our kids are down in Vine Kids class. And so today was a really opportunity to get to take communion with the children that want to participate with their families. Here's how we'll take communion today. Um, we'll have music playing, and it'll be time of a time of reflection, uh, remembering Jesus, his love, his birth, his sacrifice, and that he rose again from the dead. And as you reflect on that, if you'd like to, you're welcome to come down the center aisle. And on either side, uh, there will be communion provided for you. You can take the bread and dip it in the juice and eat that and remember Jesus and his sacrifice in that way. Um, so that you know the white plate is gluten-free and you're welcome to take that or the standard bread as you come down. Let's pray together as we move into a time of communion. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for Jesus, for a humble birth, uh, yet remarkable, miraculous, and beautiful. Uh, Father, we thank you for the life that Jesus lived, and we thank you for the hope that we have found in him. And today, Father, we remember his body that was broken and his blood that was shed. And Father, we rejoice in resurrection, in hope, and in new life, uh, both his and the offer that's been extended to us for new life. Father, we thank you for that. We thank you for Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. The world waits for a miracle. The heart longs for a little bit of hope, oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. A 
child prays for peace on earth and she's calling out from a sea of hurt oh come oh come Emmanuel and can you to the light of the world. I love that. Friends, Jesus has come. He was born, he lived, he died, and he rose again. Emmanuel, God is with us. His light shines in our darkness. His light shines in the darkness around us, and the darkness cannot overcome it. The light prevails. As we leave here today and celebrate Christmas with our families, may we know Jesus, who is the light of the world. May we walk in his light. May we choose to take the sunglasses off and see him this week. May his light shine through us so that others can see him. Merry Christmas and have a spectacular week. Thank you for coming. Got
up or further along Sunlight replacing the stars Finding my phone in the dark Putting my life on restart So many places to go Asking what's best, I don't know These hours are hours you make 